This is More Than Construction, a journey group podcast about building community. Welcome to the first ever episode of More Than Construction. I'm your host, Nathan Walter, along with my co-host, Aaron Ike who is a senior project manager for Journey Construction and primarily focused in healthcare construction. Is that right, Aaron? You you are managing several uh, different Avera projects and different stages of, of hospitals and that sort of thing. Tell me a little bit about what you do. Yeah, thanks for having me, Nate. Uh, excited to be doing this. And yeah, with Avera right now, we have a project in Gregory, uh, Behavioral Health, Avera East, uh, some projects in Mitchell. You know, Mark and his crew have several remodel projects going on. And you know, I just got to say, you know, the day-to-day work's done by our great teams from Journey on those projects, and they're doing a great job. And all those projects are coming along nicely for one of our best clients. And from what I hear, you're quite the connoisseur of podcasts. Is that correct? This is kind of your brainchild in a lot of ways. I, I guess you could say that, you know, I do love podcasts, listen to a lot of construction innovation podcasts. Any way we can increase communication is good across our company, especially as we grow. Uh, so, uh, you know, when, when I thought of this, it was like, hey, this is a great idea to bring more informal communication. I love the opportunity to just have an informal dialogue and and bring people in and hear people's uh, personal story with Journey. Um, that's that's going to be really exciting. I'm excited about this and excited to kick this off with you, too. Uh, today, we're joined by two very influential individuals, both in our company and our community. Randy Connect, president and CEO of Journey Group, and Marlon Bergson, VP of operations here at Journey. Gentlemen, thank you for joining us. Yeah, great to be here. Thanks, Nathan. It's good to be here. Randy, give us a little bit of your story. You used to be Journey's uh, chief financial officer. Tell us how you moved from that position to president and CEO today. Yeah, so um, I, I actually started with uh, with Journey in, in 1994, and I was hired actually as the controller and then worked into the role of CFO and served as CFO for the first 14 years of my career, with, which was then Sioux Falls Construction. And as Dave Fleck, who was at that time the president, was thinking about retiring, I was fortunate enough to be one of the three candidates that was selected. And after a rigorous process, um, was presented the opportunity, which uh, I, I gladly accepted and uh, have had the pleasure of serving as the CEO of Journey ever since. So that was in, in 2010 okay. when wow. I first uh, moved into this position. So it's yeah. been a little over 11 years now. Very cool. 11 years. That is great. And Marlon, I hear you're pretty much a, a Journey lifer. Is that true? Like. You started on a on a bridge crew, uh, and now you're VP of operations. Like, how did you do it? Tell us your story. Uh, that is true. I started uh, right out of high school, running a jackhammer, and uh, worked here throughout my college career. But really began my career in 1985 and worked in the field as a superintendent. So I'm one of a few individuals that are now in leadership positions that started as a superintendent, and it, it gives some good. Uh, perspective to uh, people working in the field and be able to relate to that. I did that for about 10 years, both here in Sioux Falls and out into the region, and came into the office when my youngest started kindergarten. So I've been here for about 30 years in in the office. And uh, since then, I've just taken on more, whether that's support uh, divisions or um, providing some guidance and leadership to the operating units as well. I would like to remind you, Marlon, that 
1984, I was born. So you <laughs> and Nathan probably wasn't even a thought. So Marlon has a lot of history with this company. Hopefully, that's a compliment to experience and not showing my age. There we go. There we go. Absolutely. So Marlon, as uh, the one with the most Journey Group experience, let's say, can you tell us a little more about this company? maybe how we got here. I know we haven't always been Journey Group. Randy mentioned we were Sioux Falls Construction at one point. We've expanded, we've rebranded, we've even acquired other companies uh, over the years. Could you give us the definitive story of, of Journey Group up to this point? So I will start with what happened before my time. <laughs> so we started in the early 1900s. And uh, in the early years as Sioux Falls Construction, we did a lot of the work ourselves. We, we literally were masons and, and roofers and whatever it took to get the job done. And even then, a lot of our work was university buildings, you know, things like that. But we did have a variety, diversity of our work. In the mid-50s or 60s, we added the, the bridge world, and that kind of coincides with the interstate highway system coming to our region Somewhere in that same time period, we also began asphalt paving in Sioux Falls. And so we were a little bit on the cutting edge or the leading edge of asphalt paving. And we continue to do that today. We purchased Ainsworth Benning in uh, around 2015. And with our quest to continue to grow and diversify our customers, we added uh, Brown Wagger Construction from Sioux City just recently. One of the things that the companies been known for is we've, we kind of uh, parted ways with the traditional family-owned company, and it's provided opportunities for leaders to own part of the company and be able to grow and yeah. uh, continue the legacy. You had mentioned the bridge starting with the interstate system. So do we did we do a bunch of the bridges on the original interstate? We actually did a lot of bridges, at least on I-90. And some I actually know of because the interstate wasn't completed past Sisseton until actually, you know, not that far into our history. And so we did a lot of what I would call traditional river crossing overpass type stuff. The equipment to do that looked a lot different than it does today. <laughs> Even I remember, Marlon, when the uh, interstate, because I lived, you know, grew up in Aberdeen, interstate actually stopped at the summit exit. Didn't, it didn't continue north of that. So I, I still remember that at the time when the interstate wasn't even complete through the state. So how did people get to Canada? Yeah, really. Exactly. <laughs> they went around. <laughs> Took the long way. Yeah. We actually started uh, bridge repair, which is kind of a niche in our world. Now I worked on one of the first jobs that we did that with when we bought the low slump machine and, and there was a lot of trial and error to get that to be part of what we do. But it, it's been a good opportunity for not only the company, but the state of South Dakota has been able to increase the longevity of the bridges by basically just redoing the decks. And case in point, the beautiful 8th Street Bridge that just got completed uh, not too long ago, right? Downtown Sioux Falls. That's awesome. Do you remember which bridge was your first? So at that time, we it, it would have been bridge repair, and it was from uh, Canton to Jefferson. Okay. Randy, I know you were a big advocate of the rebrand and name change um, several years ago. So we're Sioux Falls Construction through the years. Um, and then we became Journey Group. And and it's cool to see or hear, Marlon, how the divisions kind of just organically formed and it became this collective, this group of, of 
different skill sets and that sort of thing. Can you give us a little insight into why we chose journey? Like why, why that word is important to us as a company um, and, and how that represents us uh, growing still today? Yeah. Well, maybe, uh, Nathan, a little uh, background first about why we changed the name. Yeah. You know, we, were, yeah. we were established a really well-respected, branded name in Sioux Falls, yeah, Sioux Falls Construction. So it's a little bit of risk there to change the name. But we felt like it was important that we do that because we were we were growing beyond just Sioux Falls. Mm-hmm. We were doing a lot of work on a regional basis. And in fact, it, it sometimes got a little bit difficult to go to different areas of South Dakota and have yeah. Sioux Falls in your moniker. <laughs> I suppose. It, just, yeah. uh, it, was, it became a little bit of a barrier. So we felt like we needed to make the change. And so the word journey really kind of came from, and we, 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 uh, we, we did a little bit of an internal contest to, ter- to determine the name but really felt like it symbolized what we were doing. We were growing and expanding, and we were going on a new journey. And so that name just seemed to really kind of fit what was going on at the time. And um, and, and then really when you look at the logo and you see the swoosh in there, you know, that was intentional as well. And we felt like that really symbolized a path, and you see it consistently through all of our different logos, that, that swoosh. But it really reflected the path or new pathways that we're going on along this journey. So it really made sense to us that the name and the logo with the specific swoosh really well represented what was going on at the time. And that was in 2014, so seven years ago. So was there a prize for the winner of the name? (laughs) No, there wasn't a prize for that. (laughs) Just pride. Just pride, yeah. (laughs) Correct me if I'm wrong, but wasn't it Darren's? Darren I think Darren actually came up with the original idea yeah. Of, yeah. of Journey, and I think it related to... His favorite um, band. Yeah, yeah. Seriously? <laughs> <laughs> That's what we say. I think Darren stole it, so... <laughs> Darren used to have a long hair and play guitar, so... I could see that. Yeah, I could see that. <laughs> <laughs> well, this, this discussion about our history and our growth... Uh, it really it, it makes me think of one of the phrases we use to to describe ourselves quite often, and um, it's it's even on our website. We often say we are landmark builders. How do you guys see that as a true statement? Um, how has Journey built our community? I'll start, Nathan. Um, you know, I, I've, that's hard because we've, we've built a lot of projects and, and uh, our fingerprints are all over our community, right? So, but as I reflected on this a little bit, there were a few projects that stood out to me and, and, and maybe why they stood out was, was important. So the Prairie Center, which is home to the Avera Cancer Institute on the McKenna campus was one that you know, just very proud of. For one, it was the largest project we had ever undertook at the time. Um, and it was, it, it, so we had to figure out how are we going to build this massive project? And it <laughs> took some really creative um, uh, or, or just a different approaches to how we built I'm it. Sure, so yeah. th- I'll never forget that project. Mm-hmm. And I also think that the central fire station at Ninth in Minnesota was, was significant because it was built in, you know, around 1915 or so, wow. and um, it, you know, it was the central fire station. Yeah. And at the time when it was built, you know, they had horse-drawn wagons that, that how they actually fought fires back then. So, so we built that on we, Minnesota. We built that. And it, what's really amazing is, so all, 
So we built a lot of you know old historic buildings that are still standing today, but that one still is an operating fire station. It hasn't been converted into another use. So, you know, you think about that. That's well over uh, 100 years yeah, or so that yeah. that has stood and uh, and continues and to operate fire under what its original purpose was. So. Um, I, I, there's many more, but I'll let some of the other guys talk about, uh, uh, you know, what other projects stood out for them. I will follow um, Brandy's line that as much as we're builders, I think the ones that really resonate with us are the ones that have a purpose yeah. in serving the yeah. community as well as just being really interesting um, projects. And, and so there's a couple that come to mind for different purposes. The restoration of the St. Joseph's Cathedral we didn't build the new cathedral, the cathedral when it was built in in the early 1900s, but but we've renovated it, and and it really was interesting as it's it's almost an art project as oh, much absolutely. as it was, uh, uh, you know, a structure itself. Um, you know, the new Jefferson High School yep. is is one of the more recent ones as as it looks to help educate students, and and I think that will be one that. Like Lincoln High School that was built uh, in the in the 1960s is is something people will use as a landmark to mm. identify where they're going in, but also a number of students will have graduated from that space. So yeah, you know absolutely. we kind of look at what we do as not just building the the structure itself, but actively participating what it becomes. So yeah. a lot of our people that work on Avera's campus really you know, adopt the purpose of healthcare and they look at that. They're part of how we deliver healthcare in Sioux Falls and take that on a very personal level. It really doesn't matter if it's $100 or $100 million, you know, all of our teams take pride in what they do and they all have purpose and meaning to the owners. So it's just great to see the whole gamut of projects that we accomplish on the building side, bridge, blacktop. It's great. Good point. Uh, the infrastructure people, you know, the first job I worked on was a wastewater treatment plant. It, it, it's hard to say when you drive by Sydney, Nebraska, you know, like I built that wastewater <laughs> treatment plant. But but the reality is that is a poor, important function Very of our important. community. Yeah. And, and yeah. yeah, if I drove by it, I would say, yeah, I, I built that. So it's important as the, you know, neonatal intensive care that I worked on at Avera at one point in time. Yeah, absolutely. Well, you, you guys have already hinted at it, but the nature of what we build, I think, uh, communicates a deeper meaning behind that phrase, building community. Uh, you know, we're not just talking about physically building buildings, are we? There's, there's more to it than that. Do you guys want to elaborate on what that means, building community? To, to me, I think it's when we think about community, it's what happens after we leave, right? What, what is the, what is the use of that building? And, and uh, so, when I talked about the. Prairie Center and the Vera Cancer Institute, I think about what's actually going on there now after we have left. And they've literally saved hundreds, if not thousands, of lives through the treatments that happen within that facility. So, you know, leaving a positive impact in our community, I, I can't think of a, anything greater than actually helping people. And same with the, with the educational facilities we build after we leave, education is happening there, right? And so young minds are being developed that will eventually lead our community and lead our businesses of the future. So yeah. it's it's fun and rewarding to be able to leave that impact behind. Absolutely. Yeah. It's true. Uh, when I 
was still in the field, we had a practice of a year after we completed a facility, we'd go back and take pictures of it. Hmm. And that's really when it resonated with me that, you know, a school is kind of an educational facility when you walk out and hand the keys to the owner. But it becomes a school when the kids and the teachers show up. And to see the activity and, and the purpose behind it is really your pride goes from building a structure to actually helping the community with, with whatever that function may be. And and whether it's, you know, allowing the traveling public better connectivity through a bridge or, or a new road or um, the school, it, it really does change the purpose of the company. And and our employees have that same feeling. It's not just the leadership. It, yeah. It's... Uh, it's fun to see when we do a walkthrough and our employees are able to have their families come through and say, mm. you know, to their children or their spouse, you know, I built that or I helped build that. And that, that sense of pride runs deep all the way through the company. Yeah, it, it, it makes me feel proud to work here. So final question, what are you most proud of about Journey Group's contribution to this community? I would say, you know, the the contribution we make is, um, you know, what we give back. So um, what makes me most proud is to see our people out in the community donating their time, their talent, their treasure, giving back. Um, that's, you know, that that's just living out our values and our mission, right? Absolutely. To, to yeah. actually see that happening and to see it happening over and over again by many different people within this organization, not just one or two, yeah. is really rewarding for me. Yeah, I love that. I, I think it's changed over time for me when I was in the field and, and physically helping build structures. There's a lot of pride in in that particular thing you built. I think at one point I actually had my children convinced that I built stuff by myself, <laughs> drive by the O'Gorman Junior High or whatever it may be, and I built that, and they, they thought I actually did it by myself. But over time, it really becomes the opportunity to provide to younger people entering our company and the industry to be able to contribute in that same way and, and have a rewarding career and, and, and really have that same feeling of, something very tangible long after we're gone these yeah. things will still be here yeah and yeah. um there's a lot of pride in that and the ability to contribute to the community in a, in a really a positive way so my youngest still believes that i do build the buildings i'm involved with. <laughs> <laughs> i'm sure in a few years he's gonna get the reality that no if, if i actually touch some of that stuff it would Probably not be very good quality-wise. <laughs> Leave the professionals up to that. And it's, it's great to see the you know what Journey Group provides as a whole for the community, to the people, you know, to the owners and their employees. You know, you I always hear the phrase: you should always try to to live out your life where you touch someone every day, like you have an impact um, in their life um, every day. And I feel we do this here just with the building, with the people, and, and just with growth in general. So. Absolutely, yeah. Well, I think that's a perfect way to conclude our conversation today. Journey Group's mission is to positively impact lives by building community. We created this podcast in, in large part to discuss the how and the why behind building community. That's why it's called more than construction, because we do more than just building things. We're impacting lives for, for centuries to come. So uh, Randy Marlin, thank you. Uh, for joining us this morning. It's been a pleasure. Uh, thank you, Aaron. Uh, and thank you, listeners, for tuning in and joining us on this exciting new adventure of podcasting a journey. Until next time.